0: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com.
1: Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking,
0: and fishing needs, go to eastport.info.
2: Now let's get this show started. What just happened to our <laughs> intro?
1: I don't know. It just like...
2: It kind of threw me off.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. What <laughs> right, mic well, that are was you weird. using?
2: Well, since this is an ICAST episode, I'm going to get the mic out like everybody at ICAST did. So I'm using a mic. Hey guys, what's up?
1: I mean i'm also using a mic it's just not the si- whatever you do you you man. gotta have I the handheld video.
2: mic like this man because it's it makes you more official i mean i can just unscrew that and just hold it
1: that's what i'm gonna do too next year i'm not gonna buy another mic i'm just gonna unscrew this run a usb like through my shirt and then have my laptop oh. like, attached and just hold it
2: you should somehow connect thing to like a hat and have it hang in front of your face
1: dude i'm doing that I'm doing, I'm doing that next year at ICAST. I'm doing everyone I'm going next year with the paddle and fin crew or the bonafide guys. And I'm going to do that. I'm just going to put this blue mic, blue Yeti mic over my shoulder on the boom
2: attached to a backpack or something. See, I would like to go, but I really don't want to spend my vacation time going there.
1: I I wasn't probably going to do vacation time anyway. I was probably just going to do, well, maybe, I don't know, two or three days. Instead of like a whole week. Yeah. Because we could we could drive down in a day. I've done it before, it sucks, but we could do it. We've got to ICAST the next day and then it starts ICAST on a Tuesday
2: during... usually, I think. <clears throat>
1: yeah, go down there like I don't know, Monday, stay all day, Tuesday, go Wednesday morning and then leave Wednesday afternoon and get back Thursday night or Wednesday night, Thursday morning.
2: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. As of right yeah. now, I'm just like, whatever. I can see everything on a computer, <laughs> so I don't really care. That's very
1: true. I mean, you're not wrong. But guys, this week, this is the episode that we've been telling you about That uh, is the full ICAST recap, so Let's see. we're going to go over some baits that, not baits, just fishing things in general that. You know, we liked, we saw that interested us, not necessarily something that we like think is amazing or anything, because we obviously haven't seen anything in the flesh yet. But um, some of the things that really jumped out, uh, <clears throat> really good show in the next couple of weeks. I mean, we've got some good shows lined up um, to bring you all these baits to the foreground.
2: But yeah, buddy,
1: <laughs> Brad, how are you doing this week?
2: Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. How you doing?
1: I'm just gonna come to your house and I'm gonna beat you to
2: death. Well, I'm feeling kind of country because we listened to a couple country songs before we started. So
1: that's he's it's I it's like pop. I don't it's uh, like uh, uh, I don't know when they say something's fake. Like he's not. There's no way he's country. He just has yeah. a southern accent and sings stupid songs. But yeah. they're funny, as Allie yeah. pointed out when she didn't they're... think that I could hear her. But uh. Uh, I'm doing good. I don't know. I've been like on and off like the last two weeks. I've been sick just random. Yeah. That's weird, man. I don't know. That is weird.
2: You're always sick though. Ever since I've known you. That's true. I've got the the death bug or something, but (laughs) it is what
1: it is. And I'll push forward like I always do.
2: All right, dude. Uh, Let's get started, man. We got a whole list of stuff we want to talk about from that. We saw Come out a couple days before iCast and down at iCast. So Oh yeah. Big you just old, want to start at the list. top of the list and just go through it and I mean we
1: can. That shared note we had, you cleaned it up real nice so it looks Yeah. Super before before
2: before like my my head was like this is stupid.
1: Yeah, I was say so. Me and everyone, me and Brad have a. Uh, we had an iCast note that we were sharing between our phones. Every time we saw something, we'd add it to it that we want to talk about or something that was new or something along those lines. So you can imagine, even by Tuesday night, it was just stuff randomly as we saw stuff or watched videos. It was just all in there. So Brad's OCD got the better of him, and he structured it real nice and and fluid. So
2: yeah, you added way more stuff than I did, but. Like dude, he, I was on top of it. You kept up with the baits and stuff. I was, I don't know. I'm not real big. I don't know. The bait thing. It's just like, yeah, whatever. You're I'll very set in your ways
1: guy. in what you use. So it's the bait things. I'm not super surprised that was the case, but uh, I will give a shout, shout out uh, to Cam Daniel. He was on our show about JDM stuff and how to get it in the U.S. He helped out. He was uh, everything I wasn't seeing. He was seeing. So Cam, you're listening. Shout out to you. Uh, you still flipped your kayak at Dale hollow and lost your stuff. So you're still a nerd, but you know, I appreciate it. Cam it. <laughs> That's the new phrase cam it. Uh, all right, let's start. Uh, let's start at the top. Cause I know we're going to go through new product showcase and stuff too, but there's two things that stuck out to me. Huge on the kayak scene for kayaks. Yeah. The feel free airship.
2: Yep. And
1: the bonafide RVR.
2: Yeah, the airship's it, it it's interesting because it I think it's an inflatable, right?
1: Yeah, it's an inflatable from looking at it. Now granted, I mean there wasn't wasn't all, like I watched a video on uh Mr. John Rapp's page when he shared it. Yep. Um it's an inflatable, but it looks like it has a body on it, like a hard body. Um, yeah. Which it's super interesting because it's still going to be super packable. Um
2: just like your mom
1: And just shut up. (laughs) It's going to be super packable. And it it offers a lot of features that you probably wouldn't normally see on an inflatable kayak. Like the seat, uh, the type of pedal drive, you know, a bunch of different stuff. I was about to say, hopefully you're pulling it up.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, I I, I first saw it, I was like, that isn't inflatable, I'm pretty sure. But then the whole bottom is like a plastic shell or something, isn't it?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: The whole bottom it's is a so plastic weird. shell, which is it is weird. Um, and it's weird enough where like I want to see it in person so I can mess with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to too. And, but and yeah, like, like the that pedal drive in the middle looks weird too, like the hole for it.
1: Yeah. The whole the pedal drive system and where the seats at, like you would think for an inflatable boat, it 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 seems like there's a ton going on because there's a lot of features for the boat. Because I know, like, on the sides, you have dry storage and those gray containers Mm -hmm. next to the seat, which is cool. Um,
2: Or a place to put your small mouth if you're going to take them home and eat them. (laughs) (sighs) Live well, baby.
1: Oh, Lord. I mean, I'm sure someone's going to turn that into a live well. That could be something for guys who, if they're taking this out, you know. (laughs) and they're using live bait they could. i mean i'm sure that would be a great idea for feel free if uh, anyone from there are listening make it a live well option that would be a good idea um but it's got a lot of features and it's it's the yeah i mean that pedal drive system how it sits in the boat what's around it i really want to see it because that's like super interesting to me
2: yeah it, it's like sleek looking it looks simple uh, like most inflatables are anyway So i mean you're not really putting much on them. That's the point of them.
1: Yeah, I must say the point of it is to be a little bit more move-friendly move to where you're not having to pack a lot of stuff. It's supposed to be super, you know, packable, I guess is yeah. a great way to say it. Um, no, I
2: got you. I, I really dig that shell on the bottom, though, especially for the river, just because, like, I had an inflatable. It bounces off rocks, but then, again... <laughs> there's spots in our river that has like rebar and metal sticking out of the ground yeah. and, and you can't really see it when you're going over it. So it yeah, makes it exactly. kind of nice to have that plastic shell.
1: Yeah. I about to say that's it's the protective factors there. And I knew that when you were in your inflatable, your NRS, I knew for a surefire fact because Hobie came out with one right after the links. Not too long after that, maybe a little bit long. Uh,
2: no, they've had, long they've after. had one for a while. They had the i11s before that, and they came out with the iTrek 11 after the links.
1: The iTrek, yeah. Um, but I knew companies would start to see it, so it's it's good that 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 section of the market starting to expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think there's a there's a, a great set. It's not even a niche anymore. It's like an actual group of kayakers who want something they can throw in their trunk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go to the lake and and to be there and be done.
3: Yeah.
2: And it looks like, looks like your, uh, traditional fill free seat too. So a lot, I know a lot of people uh, talk highly about that seat. Oh,
1: super comfortable. I've been in a a couple of them, very comfortable seat. Um, and that's what threw me too, because it's, while it's an inflatable, it's got the, like a full size kayak seat. Like you're not sacrificing comfort Mm -hmm. for something that's going to be more portable, um, which I know in some kayaks, the lighter it gets, they really they nitty gritty it down to the bones to make it as light as they can. You get a seat that's not super comfortable and things like that, and you're still getting this feel free seat that mm-hmm. is ergonomic, comfortable to sit in. Like, it's, I mean, it's a good seat.
3: So,
2: and it looks like it sits high, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I had and- my NRS uh, inflatable, I had to put um, yoga blocks underneath it to raise it up like four or five inches and then at at that point it was perfect like i was comfortable on that thing
1: yeah i was about to say this already comes you know with a little bit higher seat now granted from pictures i'm not sure how high it sits as if it's still a lower position which i would assume it would be um but they kind of hit it good with the pedal drive system because with that seat it's still kind of putting you at a little backwards angle Mm -hmm. which is what you want for a pedal drive so you can get you know the hips to where you're pedals are you want them to almost not almost be in line but be a little bit behind just so it's more comfortable pedaling over time so i i think you know without being in the boat and just taking it for first impressions i think they did a good job and uh, coming to the inflatable market
2: yeah i think so too i'm interested to see it so i think the inflatable thing is going to take off here soon
1: i really think it will too um which is not a bad thing just like we talk when we have john from yack gadget on you know the more yeah. companies make stuff the more available it becomes, the cheaper it becomes, so more people can get their hands on it.
2: You, are you seeing this little 8-ball thing right here on the seat?
1: Yeah, so that 8-ball thing, that's the rudder. Um, oh, they do that's that. kind of cool. <laughs> the 8-ball is pretty much standard on their Feel-Free's, the Big Fish, because Big Fish is owned by Feel-Free, um, and then in their 103 and 108, which are their pedal kriaps. I didn't tryouts. know that. That's cool. Yep, they come with an 8-ball rudder control, and the rudder control is actually its its fairly sturdy because it comes kind of off that it's not your standard just little paddle that you move yeah. back and forth. i mean it comes off and you can get your whole hand around it really feel like you're in control which is nice that's so. cool
2: sweet man well that was the first kayak we talked about or we we saw before i started. say i'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, that was the
1: first thing we saw period when it came to yeah. i cast other than z-man released a couple baits you know in the week or so up but big stuff that kayak came i think it was on sunday night
2: yeah, Sunday or Monday or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, so... Uh, dude, the next kayak, man. I know you're pumped about this.
1: I'm super pumped about it, and I've already got it ready to, to share. Uh, it's the Bonafide RVR 119. So, uh, let me pull
2: it up. They got a picture we... up now?
1: No, but, you know, another website does. Oh, okay. So, this is it completely kitted out, which... You know, I'm I'm super pumped for this, for the single fact that, you know, they're coming into the how they explain it. Right. So in in the video, Chad did a video with uh uh Hans. Oh, my brains. Yeah, Hans, my brain was working. Um, did a video with Hans talking about it. And this kayak is completely designed for the whole river journey, not just being on the river, you know, because the R, the RS is a great river kayak. The I mean, I was in that for a year and a half. It was great, great boat. Um, you know, the SS 107 had that on the river works fine. Um, I know you've had the SS 127 out on the river a -hmm. lot, you know, it it holds its own, but this boat completely designed around this is everything and anything river. So fast moving water, getting your boat, portaging your boat, um, how everything sits, how everything packs. Uh, I'm super pumped for this boat because it hits that sweet spot of 12 foot. I will say there's a few features that we've seen on another boat that was released not too long ago. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of curious if they added some of those after that boat came out, because they may have.
1: And yeah. I, I which know is not a big deal. That. No, yeah. not at all. I mean, it's innovation. Innovation's a good thing. Uh, it it forces other people to think outside the box. And I think we talked about that. We would see. Some car, some companies start making boats that have those features because it was how innovative they were, um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of info on the kayak yet. As in, you know, we have these top-down pictures, and then we have a. and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh, let's see, is there just that side picture on here? We have the side picture which they're explaining it's, it's a hundred percent redesigned hybrid cataran hull. So we'll see how that hole looks. They've designed it to, you know, hit, be used in fast moving water and current. So we'll, you know, I, I'm already going to tell you, I'm probably going to get the boat, just how it goes. Um, and it's going to be the new river machine. And then here shortly we'll have someone from Bonafide on the actual podcast to talk about it but i'm super pumped some of the features they have on this you know they talked about the integrated uh anchor wizard that anchor crank
2: yeah that's interesting it does that does the line run through the hole and come out the front it does
1: so if you see it right here it lines goes right through the hole there mm-hmm. and comes out to the front up here which is awesome cuz there's line management which is a great option to have
2: yeah because usually you have to put them put like a yak attack eyelets in the gear track and like you know
1: yeah snake Either, your line snake your you line to wherever you want it to go it also has they explained it, it goes to the rear too so if you want to use an anchor chain you can
2: hmm. um, oh it does it on both sides yep okay
1: yep you can put it on both sides so over here is where it goes to the rear Okay. And then it pops out right there, which you can kind of see it. Um, it's typical bona fide, which is a great thing. They still left your rear motor mounts um, or your, your that standard four screw power mm-hmm. pull mount to where everything pretty much uses now. Um, and that,
2: and that hole in the back to where you can get inside. That's big.
1: Yep. You have your access hole in the back, which is awesome, which when it comes to installing stuff is great. Um, it's designed around the Torquedo for motor, but I mean, the new port would work fine, but it has a cutout right here for your uh your uh, uh controller so for speed and everything along those lines are right there which is awesome that's built into the boat um you still have your dry storage up here which is the only thing with the p127 that i miss yeah is having that that pod in front of me um, See, which you know uh,
2: as a river boat, when i'm sitting here looking at this I love the dry pod on the 127, but with this being a river boat, I would kind of like that without the dry pod there.
1: Yeah, to have a completely open deck concept. I can see that yeah. too. I personally like having a dry pod because that's especially for quick river trips, like when we meet up, you know, on Thursdays or Tuesdays or whatever day of the week it is to go hit the river for a couple hours after we get off work. I like to be able to throw my keys in there and my wallet in there. Just basic stuff. Just throw it in there. I'm not using it for... Now, could you do a fish finder there? For sure. Oh, yeah. I, th- I I, think it would with how... And again, we don't have a lot of info yet, but with how the rods are shown in this picture, do I think it would get in the way of the cr- the way it was designed to transport the rods? Maybe.
3: Yeah. I'm not
1: sure. You have to see. But, you know, this is... I like having a dry pod. That's just me because I like throwing my crap in there. So if I fall in or something stupid or if I flip the boat, they're all going to be protected.
2: Yeah. Now, I I use so when I had the 127, I would put my battery inside of it and I'd mount the fish finder on it, just like everybody mm-hmm. else does that has a bonafide Yeah. So, I don't know. It's cool though. I I do like the open deck concept. And uh what's that thing on the front of the bow? Like I know there's a strap there. What's right above the strap?
1: Are you talking about right here? Yeah. I'm not sure. I was thinking that too. It almost looks like another accessory port to where you get to the front of the bow.
2: You know what would be cool is if they put, like the Sholly has, like the rod locker, except put mm-hmm. tubes so where you can slide your rods inside of it.
1: That would be dope. And I know from this strap here, you can see the rods are probably resting on it, but I don't know what they're going to go into fact of if, if that's kind of like the surely where it has the velcro to where you can strap your rods down or
2: that might that i think that looks like somewhere you put like a backpack or something strap it down
1: yeah probably i mean you're probably not wrong but yeah that idea from putting the tubes there would be awesome or if it's a front accessory plate i'm cool with that too um yeah because with not like at the rs when i was putting the motor on the front of that now granted a little bit different i don't think people are well i'm sure someone's gonna mount an xi30 to the front of this but um not having a front accessory port kind of sucked, not really, because we just drilled a one inch hole and called it a day anyway. But it would be nice just to have it there, so you're drilling in the accessory hole or uh port and not the actual boat. So,
2: overall, it's pretty cool, man. I think, uh, I think bonafide owners are really going to love that catchboard recess. I mean, like I've said plenty of times, it's awesome on the sholi- <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is one that's one feature I love because I mean just like everything else, sometimes getting your catch board in the right spot and moving around other things can get in the way or be annoying. So,
2: but the thing is it looks like it's like above the floor a couple inches, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I would agree and that might just be how the picture's looking to where maybe that's it's designed to have I I mean, I don't know. I think it is on either side because you have that that kind of rs or uh, yeah the rs center track right there yep so oh, it yeah. might be just sitting on that center track where that's at unless that center track is flush with the the hole and it's you know just how the picture is yep um we'll get more information as it goes on and like i said we're gonna have uh somebody from bona fide on to talk about the boat which is gonna be a great show but yeah that's if anything else in icast that's the thing i'm most excited about like i'm pumped about that boat
2: yeah, I think that was the coolest thing I saw, too. Um, we got a couple more kayaks here to talk about. and Hobie actually came out with one. Which they did. Which I thought was really cool because it's a Hobie pedal drive under
1: $2,000. Which is going to be insane for the market. Um, I mean, the Hobie Mirage Passport Series R. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're getting ready to pull it up.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to if I can... <laughs> I mean, but. it's it's not real different from the other. Well, I mean, it, I think it's completely roto ro- molded. The other Hobie passport was two piece, kind of like a pelican.
1: Yes, it was two piece. Where this is completely and ro- molded. The big thing that I think, no matter what it is, if it was completely roto molded or a two piece, is that it's like you said, it's a pedal drive kayak under two grain, yep. which is insane.
2: Yeah, so, but I mean, there's not much like, there's not much we can talk about because, I mean, it's basically the same design that they've been using. It's just R- rotomolded and better than the last passport, eighteen sixty nine. Yep. Yep.
1: Comes with the kick up fins. I mean, to be a, a
2: they they that was a good idea on their part because you got other pedal drives on the market like the Lightning and stuff coming out. Yep. Bringing this out and having the Hobie name, it's going to be like no brainer. They're going to get a Hobie. They're not going to get a Lightning.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're good, especially at the price point. Uh, why would I? Because I mean, Hobies are, you know, they're they're synonymous with bona fide old town, like good quality kayaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can get one at that price, why would I get a name that is known but not as known? You know what I mean. So I can completely yep. see that. Um, but it's coming out in a ten footer and a twelve footer.
2: Is the 10-footer cheaper?
1: I believe so, yes.
2: I didn't even uh I didn't even see the 10-footer. I just saw a 12. Yeah, it's a it's a real basic pedal drive, but still, like I said, basic pedal basic Kobe pedal drives uh very nice.
1: Yeah, the 10.5R is the other version that's at 16.49.
2: Oh, see, that's man.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's That's gonna nice. be hard to for any company who's making an inexpensive kayak to like or not inexpensive, but a, a pedal drive under two grand.
3: Mm.
1: It's gonna be hard for them to compete, I believe, with Hobies. Um, yep. Now, depending on what brand, like every brand is known. Like the Hobie drives are known for, you know, Hobie in itself is known for a nice kayak. It just always been super expensive. Then you have Bonafides, known for stability. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that RVR, I'm sure they're going to bring a stability aspect to it that some river boats don't have. Um, it's mm-hmm. like the Sholey, I love the Sholey paddling, it was great. Uh, it's a little tippy, which you even said that. Um, it likes to rock back and forth a little bit, but yeah, you know, so if that RVR comes but, out with bona fide stability,
2: that's what makes the Sholey perform the way it does, though. Is exactly, the rock, yeah, rocker
1: I mean, on it. Yep. So it doesn't have those hard, uh, hard edges well, you, to catch water. You even so. got a
2: picture of me standing on my seat. Mm-hmm. I had no issues with that.
1: So. Oh, I'm not saying it's not stable. I'm just saying, you know,
2: it's not bonafide it, stable.
1: Exactly. And that's what bonafide's known for is the stability of their kayaks. You know, they're they're some of the most stable kayaks on the market. Period. Um, so if they it's bring back the stable one, that, I've been on. So it's the same thing when it comes to Hobie. If they, you know, when you look at a Hobie for 1849 for a 12 foot pedal drive, it's got the Hobie Mirage drive, which is a tried and true drive with a the kick up, kick up fins.
2: fins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. And my, if you're in that price point for a kayak, it's still a passport. Like you said, they haven't really changed the design of it a whole lot for this new boat, other than it's a rotomorto Bolton's boat instead of a two piece, but man, it's got a that sub $2,000 pedal drive market's going to be flooded with Hobie passport ours.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else we can talk about that, but it, it's whatever. Uh, did you happen to see the, uh, boat inflatable? I,
1: I did. You- I saw it kind of not in passing. Um, it wasn't a great video of it, but I saw some of the talks of it. Um, It's
2: like a pedal drive paddle board almost. Yeah.
1: Which I mean, boats, boats known. They've had inflatable boats for a long time. They're known in the inshore Mm -hmm. community, pretty big. Um, I haven't seen, I'm trying to find, let's see.
2: It's on their Facebook. I can't find it on Google.
1: There I've, I've pulled it up from, uh, I don't know. It's a video. Um, <laughs> that does me no good unless this. Oh, no, it's not a video. Okay, let's do this. Drum roll, yeah. So, this is another inflatable kayak. Boats known for their inflatable or it's an inflatable subboard kayak, zoom hybrid, on.
2: yeah. That looks interesting, too, because it looks like there's some plastic components on that as well.
3: hmm I, like I would agree.
2: It's like a paddle slash old canoe hybrid, or not canoe, old kayak hybrid. Like, the front looks like an old kayak sit-in.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, the front looks like a sit-in kayak, whether it looks like, like I said, a kayak sup board hybrid. Like, you can stand on that and paddle it, which, like a sup board if you wanted to, or mm-hmm. you can sit down in the seat and pedal it which is cool that i don't know if that if they've ever had a pedal drive out on the market so i don't know because i don't follow boat very I don't you know closely so i'm not sure like i said it's more of an inshore thing but again it's kind of going back to when we were talking about the feel-free airship it's more companies or boats been doing this for a long time but they've kind of probably seen the success of other inflatables to where they're bringing this to where they're aiming it as you know an inshore and freshwater option
2: so, yeah no, yeah, it's interesting. I, I saw a uh, video that guy named Alex. That's on YouTube. He um he tried one out while he was down at ICAST, and it was making a weird noise at first. And he was like, "I don't like that." And he's like, "Wait a second, <laughs> this actually pet- pedals pretty good."
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It looks like a. It's probably I don't know. Again, not without actually being in there knowing. And I'm sure if I read through this, I'd be able to find it. Um, but I don't know if it's a chain-driven system, if it's, you know, yeah, what I kind of system know. it is. I would assume it is from looking at the pictures of it that it's a chain system. Um, but it's it's going to be marketed as a sup board, um, a fishing sup that you can sit down and pedal, which is cool. I'm sure the inshore guys will love it. I'm, I doubt we'll see it very often up here because I don't know if anyone sells boats up here. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen one in the shop. I feel like I have somewhere, but regardless, I think, you know, it's just like I said about anything else about feel free and other companies, the, the kayak market is welcoming the inflatables now where a lot of guys at first were like, Oh, they're terrible. Oh, I'm going to that thing would get popped. And then now it's like, Oh yeah, let's all make one. We all love them. So
2: (laughs) yeah, it's funny, man, but it's whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see next here. Oh, we the next two things, man. They're all you, so you want to talk? All about right,
1: them. I'll talk about them. Yep. So, the next two things, um, those were the kayaks. I know I didn't, we'll we'll cover it another show because you and me got to talk about it. But NRS brought out their new kayaks, which we kind of already knew about just from being with the shop. Yeah, and it, it's basically out.
2: the same thing. They just rebranded and they own Star, so they branded it NRS. Kuda, yeah,
1: pretty much. Pretty much. Um so the next two things, just Jessica's Bonafide, uh, Bonafide jumped in feet first, made a huge splash with their they're coming out with fishing rods. They're called the Boss Rods. Um, they are going to jump into the premium fishing rod market, and as someone who's had a ton of premium fishing rods, I'm super excited to try them out. Um, they're going to have an MSRP of three seventy nine ninety nine. Which, it's expensive. it's it's expensive and it's steep. But if they're jumping into the market with other premium performance fishing rods, it's actually they're competitively priced because you're looking at Mega rods if they're in the same genre. Because again, I haven't messed with them yet. Um, you know, or 400 plus for that quality of rod. Saint Croix is up there too with their Legend Elites. Mm-hmm. Um, but these rods are built just like you or built like bonafide loves to do it. They're made in the United States of America, which is hard to find in a rod. Um,
2: see that that's why I asked you if there are rain shadow blanks. Cause I think that's one of the only blanks that's made here. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know.
1: I mean, unless and Grant we don't have a whole lot of info yet. And when we have, uh, the person from bonafide on to talk about the RVR, I'm sure we'll have them on again to talk about the Bosch rods. Cause those are coming a lot quicker than the RVR is. Um, Give me one second. Yeah. Got to do some work. Um, But, yeah, I'm super pumped for these rods. As a Douglas guy, I'm still obviously – it's. I think it's going to be hard to beat Douglas. They're some of the best rods I've ever touched in my life, period. But I think these rods, you know, built in the United States, um, EVA rod uh, grips, which are nice. There's carbon fiber inlaid on the blank of the butt section. Um Fuji guys, they do the Fuji hook keeper, which mm-hmm. is the type that comes strapped on the rod itself. So you can move that depending on where yeah. you like to have it, which is nice. You're not stuck in one section. And they're going to have what were we were talking about. I wanted to make sure I was right when I said this. Six casting, two spinning. Eight casting, two spinning. So they're Eight. got 10 rods total. Mm-hmm. And, and they're they, all
2: specific too, aren't they?
1: They are they're they're technique specific, um, which their new Boss Bass series. It's know what to throw, as you see right here. That's kind of the mantra they're going off with these rods. So they're going to have a worm rod, frog rod, swim bait rod, chatter bait rod, square bait, crank bait, swim jig, spinner bait for all the casting, um, which all come with you know technique specific actions, technique specific powers, lengths, lure ratings, um, which is lure rating for the worm rod is. 0 to three fourth ounces. So that means it could throw huh. whatever you want.
2: Yeah. That makes sense.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd like to know what the bottom end of it, but at the same time, I'm sure I'll be able to test it out. Um, and then the two spinning is going to be Worm and Ned Rig. So, yeah,
2: that sounds about right. They got everything covered pretty much.
1: Yeah, more or less. And some of these rods obviously will be used as dual purpose. Like the Nedrig rod will be a good drop shot rod, or the yeah. Worm rod, excuse me. <laughs> Um, no medium lights, but some guys I know are going to Ned rigs on a medium rod instead of a medium light because they like having a little bit more backbone, which is fine.
2: Yeah, I I think I want to try doing that just because, like I told you, I don't like the Ned locks on a medium light rod because they just don't set very well.
1: Yeah, and I found that out um, when I started using them. They did not like to. You can't, it's hard to set the hook because you don't have a lot of backbone to get through the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um. So, we'll see how they go. Uh, Another big playing with these that, you know, as far as I'm aware, they have... There's only two other companies. I know Douglas and St. Croix for some of their higher ends, but it has a limited lifetime warranty. Mm. So, you know, it's... It's... What is it? Uh, So, if it's a factory defect, they'll replace it. New rod, same comparable model at no charge. And then if you break it or if you you know do whatever you break it whatever it is they'll give you a brand new rod for 175 so
2: half the price little, pretty much,
1: yeah pretty much half the price for a new rod which if you really like the rods and they are as performance as they say they will be that's not a huge deal <clears throat> for replacing it so if you snap a rod 12 years later for 175 bucks they'll get you the comparable model yeah um, which, you know, I'm excited for it. It's just showing that Bonafide is kind of reaching out. They're really going to their unlimited, or ultimate fishability mantra with their boats to where they're jumping into the rod scene. Um, another thing that I know you and me are both super pumped about are their new fishing bags.
2: Yes, dude. I want, I want one. I want to know more about it, too, because there's not much info on these yet. <clears throat> that freaking... So that bit uh, the the smaller bag. one, yeah, the seat bag. That's what I want. Uh,
1: yeah, the seat bag, and this is new because I mean I haven't looked at the website in mm. I don't know three or four days. They didn't have pricing on now they do. So the main backpack is one thirty nine ninety nine, and then the seat bag is going to be eighty nine ninety nine. And these seat bags were designed to go to work with bona fide kayaks or any kayak seat. From looking at them, because it's got the clips. Yep. Um, Clips on the sides and the top cup holder in there. And you're you're not wrong, there's not a whole lot of info out on them yet, which I'm I want to see more about it because I'm super pumped about these bags. Because that's one thing I think will be dope to have this style bag with zippers and pockets and things like that Mm -hmm. um on the back of the boat. It'll make river trips easier because you can just throw it in there and call it a day. Um
2: yeah, you can you can take it off your seat and if you're wade fishing take it off your seat and throw it over your shoulder like a messenger bag
1: exactly like it's it gives you multiple options to use the bag which is cool and that backpack looks sick like i'll probably end up getting the backpack just to be my main backpack because it looks dope it does Um, look sweet. yeah so they're really branching out from their standard hey we are kayak boat company to hey we're a kayak boat company that also cares about what we say the uh, ultimate fishability of our boats. So we're giving you other accessories to work with the boats. Um, I just, I just hope
2: it doesn't affect like the quality of some of their other products. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that. I mean, it's kind of like the, you know, uh, what's the word I was thinking of, you know, spreading yourself too thin as a company. Um, to where they're focusing on because the premium fishing rod market isn't anything to scoff at like that takes time dedication work to get into it build a product that is worth the $379 price tag um, and actually use it you know to continue to because they can't just make it and leave the rods alone for years Mm -hmm. you know they have to improve on the rods over time Um, the fishing bag market I think they're they're gonna have to like with these because we don't know a whole lot with them yet. obviously they attach to the back of their of the boats and it's gonna be that's probably gonna be one of the main selling features of them. Um, but the fishing bag market's so saturated with bags and stuff yeah. that there's gonna have to be some pretty innovative with it, which attaching the back of a kayak seat is pretty pretty dope. Um, I don't know of any other bags that do that to this extent. Now Yak gadget makes a bag that goes in the back of the seat, which is good for, you know, 3,700 boxes or some plastics or some little things it's, it's there and it, it does its job and it's a good bag. Um, mm. but this has, you know, multiple pockets things along those lines. One thing that will suck is if it doesn't fit a full size 3,700 box, I might be a little upset, but
2: I'm sure it will. Yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of stupid if it doesn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's the width of the seat. So it shouldn't be a big issue. But we'll see. I'm just pumped to get them. I think it's going to be a nice addition. I'm pumped to learn more about them, just because there's not a whole lot released yet. Um, yep. And both the Bosch rods and these bags are releasing this fall, um, so we should start seeing a lot more about them. And like I said, we're going to have someone from Bonafide on to give us all the dirty details about both. Um, and Really dive deep into them. So,
2: heck yeah, man! I'm excited. Uh, so next. Uh, well, yeah, we're done with kayak related stuff. I think um, we got Shimano next, which they really didn't have much.
1: Like they didn't have a big release year. I no, mean, no, they didn't. They did. They kind of like th- they won a Best in Show for freshwater reels with the Stella yeah. FL, um, which, which came has,
2: out last year, right?
1: The Stella has been out for a little while, but I thought it... the FL came out last year, and then they revisited it and did it this year. Um, because there's old Stellas you can get from back in the day, uh, but it was typically a saltwater reel. Um, so they came out with the Stetta, they did come the Stetta, the Stella, they <laughs> did come out with uh, the so the two things that I think are from the fishing rod and real market because it's Shimano. Um, they came out with the Maraville, Maraville,
2: yeah, I want to see that one Maravil? Uh, the
1: Maryville, that's what it is, Maryville. That's exactly what it is. Um, let me pull it up. So what's awesome about this is, let's see, I searched it during, there it is, hot dog. They actually have it on their website.
2: <laughs> they don't mess around, man.
1: You ain't wrong. Um, everyone else is taking their sweet time to get stuff on the website. but Is there a nothing. price
2: on that yet? There is, $139. Oh, that's not bad. I thought it was going to be a not, little bit more expensive.
1: No, and what everything it has on it is what's awesome about it because it has the CI four body. Let's see if it lets me. So it's got the CI four body. It's it's pretty much if you think about it, it's kind of the. I don't want to say watered down because I don't I don't really think it is. I think, but if it's kind of like a a, the younger brother to the Stratic.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: You know the the CI four the Stratic CI four went away and it became the Vanford, and now you have the. Marvel whatever mariville come out at 139 thirty nine dollar price point which is awesome because most Shimano reels that are super nice and have the ci4 body things like that are 200 plus or 199 or whatever um so it fits that price point really good it's a great not only would it be a great hey i'm getting into fishing and I want to get a new spin rod or reel you can get that or hey i've been in fishing and I want something else to Bolster my arsenal. You can also get it. It fits that price points right in that you happy know, medium.
2: I I might get rid of my Nasky and get one of these.
1: It would be a good upgrade because yeah, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like a Nasky was either $89.99 or 99 nine hundred dollar reel. So upgrading to this, it's easier to spend an extra forty bucks instead of an extra hundred and ten or hundred and twenty for a CI four Stratic or a Vanford is now.
2: Yeah, it, it looks like it's. <sighs> i can't the the body looks kind of aluminum like half aluminum half plastic maybe
1: yeah i mean it's let's see
2: because i know the nasci body is like it's not aluminum at all let's
1: see ci4 body lightweight platform increased sensitivity yeah magnum light rotor which is nice um Cold Forge Gears, which is really nice. Silent Drive and X-Ship, those are in some of their higher price stuff, which is mm-hmm. awesome. It doesn't say what the body's made out of. Um, I'm sure someone's going to rip into the podcast and be like, oh, it's made out of this. And they said, well, I didn't see it, so sucks to suck. But <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm excited for it. I think it hits a niche in the market from Shimano that they haven't really, because the Nasky is not a bad reel, and the yeah. Sahara, which is the step down, isn't a bad reel, but to get that quality of Stratic, you were always spending $200. Yeah. Now there's you,
2: nothing, there's nothing, there's in nothing that bridges.
1: Them. Exactly. There's nothing yeah. that bridges. So it, it fills that gap really nice that I think you can get a, uh, get one of these. And then when you're done with it, or you want to upgrade. It's not that big of a deal to upgrade 50, 60 bucks to a Stratic Cause you already had a $140 yeah. reel. Now you can go to a Stratic, or, you know, make the big jump to a Vanford or some of their nicer stuff. Um, but, like, so they have that. They did a a, a refresh on the Shimano uh, SLX rods, which
3: mm-hmm.
1: they kind of change it from the look at it, the change color. They changed the blank. It's a different type. It's the same style of blank. It just has different tolerances, which is nice because the SLX rods I've used them, they're okay. I've never even seen one. They they weren't great. I mean, they were they were an, oh they were a, a good hundred dollar option because that's where they were at. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've changed into where they're still keeping that price point. They're going to be a little bit nicer of a rod, so that's cool. Um, they came out with the Corrado DC two hundred size. So yeah, so they, the they pumped that up.
2: They pumped it up, and uh, I I got to looking at it. I didn't realize that they didn't make anything over a one fifty 150 or one fifty one for the Corrado DC.
1: Yeah, the Corrado DC is always stuck at that one fifty. Uh, they had the like the Carado K went up to a two and three hundred. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> I, I agree because they were releasing those teasers and stuff. And it was like, oh yeah, you know, new DC, new karate DC is coming. Mm-hmm. It, it's a 200. So it's a bigger yeah, it's just reel, a bigger size. Wanna, that's, that's it. That's <laughs> all it is. Which I mean, for some people, as someone who's had had tranks and scorpion monster drives and stuff like that, like I, I understand the big reel, it, it, there's certain things that it excels at throwing having more lines. Great. Um, you know, but at the same time. It's cool, but it it got a lot more hype than it needed to. I think.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: And that's as a Shimano fanboy. Like I'm just saying, I think they they overdid that one a little bit. Um. So that's just my two cents. I it's no, it's I a agree. DC. So it's going to be a good reel, regardless. I mean, they're great reels, so it's going to perform well. And it's, you have a. Uh...
2: Glide baits, popper, and a swaggy, strong spinnerbait? Yep. So,
1: yeah, so a lot of people... You don't see Shimano baits very often in a lot of places. Um, they have a huge bait selection over in Japan. Um, but they're releasing a couple new baits here. Which... Let's see if I can find...
3: Da, 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 da.
1: If I can find... Uh, The new stuff that they released from iCast. So they have this. Share. Share screen. I don't know Uh, why it keeps...
2: Some of these baits aren't new, though. They're just redesigned, aren't they?
1: So, like, the armor joint is new. The Flash Boost. Which, in here, this has a little thing that when you're moving it, it's a little almost like... uh, I think like a spinner bait. It's not a piece of glass or anything. But when... It moves, it moves back and forth, and the light catches it and puts a flash, which is the flash boost technology. Like a jerk
2: bait they came out with last year. Yep, it's the same concept. Gotcha.
1: So the armor joint is a three-segmented glide bait. The middle segment right here articulates pretty much almost past 90 degrees. It is past 90 degrees, and the back one articulates just a little bit. So, like, for someone like me who I don't like throwing – three jointed baits very often, I'd be fine to throw this because that back joint doesn't move a whole lot. Um
2: and because Shimano's name's on it.
1: Not true. I don't have <laughs> I, I don't think I have one Shimano lure in all of my stuff and I've got a ton huh. of lures. Um I've never been not necessarily not a huge fan, but other companies that I get like JDM stuff make something either comparable or uh, the same category and I've I've bought from them. I've never really been a Shimano bait guy just because I've always been the Megabass bait guy for JDM stuff, mega bass. Um, now, I take that back because technically Shimano owns Jackal. So mm. Jackal is, I, I fish a lot of their stuff. Um, this was the next thing that came out, which it's, they've had this popper, but this has that flash boost in it as well. Yep. So I think yeah, that actually a cool... would be cool concept. I think this is going to yeah. be better than the glide bait with the flash thing um because it's gonna help fish coming up from underneath key on the bait because they're seeing the glint mm-hmm. so you know i think that's gonna be better um and then the swaggy strong spinner bait let's see if i can find that which i probably won't be able to um well
2: i mean it's just the spinner bait you, there's only so much you could do with those
1: pretty much yeah that's i'm not even gonna look at it because it's that's pretty much <laughs> it. it's just a, it's just a spinner bait um it does look good uh and they're bringing out some more key colors because they've had it in Japan for a little while. So they're bringing it out here with some core colors, which are nice. Um, your chartreuses, your bluegills, things like that. So, I mean, I think it's going to do well, uh, when it comes to the bait market, I personally believe, and it's just me in the U S Shimano doesn't care as much as they do with their rods and reels. Yeah. G G Loomis. And then the Shimano reels. Um, that's their bread and butter here in the U S when it comes to baits, Japan, they have a huge following. Just here, it's just not as big, but they haven't had put a ton of time into it. So I can see that. Um so yeah, I mean they brought out some good stuff. I think Shimano was overhyped this year, even with the Mirabel coming out. Um, yeah. they just didn't bring a whole lot to iCast, which isn't a big deal. I mean Yeah,
2: I mean, you don't want something new every year because then you're just pumping out stuff just because yeah and shimano
1: is there they've never been the one to be like oh we have to bring it out of icast they'll just release something in december and yeah you're like all right yeah new reels out and then which i like, I
2: like ah. that man like i i it's kind of annoying that companies wait until the week of in july
1: yeah i agree um and going into the next group because now I've tried to find some pictures of this stuff and I just I don't know. Maybe I just I'm stupid and can't find it. But companies that wait to like Strike King, they brought out in my opinion, I like almost everything they brought out. Um minus one just because I don't I don't fish that style of bait very often. Um, but they brought out what one, two, three, four, five new plastics. Mm-hmm. And they're all something I want to fish. And I want yeah. them
2: now. Half of them are have rattles in them now, don't they? Or something?
1: So you you have Well, the Rattling Rage does, Mm -hmm. which all this is on their Instagram. They released them all there. Um, The Rattling Rage is their Rage Crawl with a rattle in it, which I think that it's a great jig trailer um, or, you know, it'd be good just by itself. It's designed, I believe, as a jig trailer. But like that, I've been interested in that because I like throwing Strike King plastics. I'm a fan of them. Mm -hmm. Um, The Strike King filler worm looks awesome. The Zeus worm looks awesome. Um, those are both worm styles. The Zeus worms a bigger bodied worm where your filler worm is more of a finesse worm. Um, big fan of those. Um, the Rage Worm Menace. It's a worm with two little rage tails. Um,
2: yeah. Little that's, menace I, tails. I think that's the one that stood out to me too. Like, uh, It look, kind of looks like the baby goat, I think.
1: Kind of, but longer because it's it's a full-size yeah. worm. Yeah, like I, five
2: inch worm or something.
1: I love that because you can use that. You can whack your rig. It gives you more, uh, more motion and more action. You can just Texas rig it and bounce it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it give you that action. You know, I, you could shaky head it. You can do everything with it. I'm pumped. Like I want that now. Why do you have to wait till (laughs) the second to last week of July to release it? That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I understand, uh, this, I, I, the scone bug. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right. Um, so that's a uh, you know a big fat thick creature style bait bug bait mm-hmm. pump for that because that would be a great Texas rig bait just to throw into some crap. Yeah. Um, it, I, I even on the river it's a bigger body, but I think it would do great because it would resemble a big old fat crawl. That throw it on the Tokyo rig, dude. It would. I it would hammer. It would just do work. And it's annoying that I have to wait so long to get stuff because they're I don't they're not even released yet. They they're going to come out in the fall, yeah. which, I mean. I don't know. I wish they wouldn't wait so long. It bugs me,
2: but I saw they came weird. out with the chick magnet junior, which the chick magnet came out last year and they just would they make just a smaller version this year. Yeah.
1: They made the junior version. The chick magnet came out last year. This, this year they made the chick magnet junior. Um,
2: <sighs> man, it annoys so. me that I can't find any of this stuff in stores around here either. Like I've never seen the chick magnet in the store.
1: No, neither have I. And it's, even i've been a bass pro no i saw one at bass pro I saw like,
3: one there, Bass Pro.
2: they have like the 1.0s and and like i can't find a strike king square bill with a rattle that's stupid
1: yeah uh so i feel like it's the big reasons because they're most of these stores like field and stream cabela's is starting to get better at it they were really good before they got bought out by bass pro they're starting to get better at it but places like that they sell what sells and what's always sold yeah. They just keep rebuying the old stuff. They don't bring in new stuff very often, which sucks because that means for pretty much everything on that Strike King list that I'm looking at, we're going to I'm going to have to order all of it. Like, yeah, I'm just hate, not going to have it anywhere.
2: I hate online shopping because like, you know me, I'm a cheap guy. And if I'm going to go shopping online and I'm going to want free shipping, I got to spend like 50 or 75 bucks to get the free shipping. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, I just spent 75 bucks. This sucks. Yeah. I mean, and, and you'll, you go when, into it when I only wanted like two baits in the beginning. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah,
1: exactly. You go into it when to spend maybe 10 to 11 bucks yeah. where you spend 10, to 11 bucks, you have to pay $30 or $15 in shipping. Or if you spend 50 bucks, you don't have to pay for shipping. So now, I mean, it went from 10 or 11 to 50, 50 plus. So I Bates mean, it's whatever. Though. Yeah. We just need to have a Bass Pro open like closer to us, which won't happen because there's one like forty-five minutes away, but
2: or just so. a better store than Bass Pro and Cabela's. Just start our own store and call it Slobber Knocker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're gonna be talking about that. Which that one uh we'll just yeah. run right into that because the missile baits, they just released a chunky D bomb. It's a D bomb that's fatter. It's cool. I love
2: the D bomb, man. I know that's you one do.
1: My that's good baits. That's why I put it on there. Like, I don't and even throw the D-bomb. And you're gross. They uh, smell
2: like orange, like licorice.
1: They smell weird. weird. I'll give you that. But Berkeley actually won two best in shows this year um, for new product showcase. The uh, They won freshwater soft lure and freshwater hard lure. Huh. Which they won it with the I thought, Berkeley uh, slobber knocker.
2: Oh, never mind. You're
1: right. Uh... Yeah, they won best freshwater salt. Yeah, I was I was
2: thinking of a saltwater. Never mind.
1: Oh no, Z-Man won that. Yeah, with the little crab thing, which I'm going to use on the river. That's going to hammer. I just it feel like good. that's going to. I think it's going to do some work. Um, but the slobber knocker, which is their rendition of a chatterbait or bladed bait, um, kind of innovative to where the Blade goes through the head completely. <clears throat> it's a little bit different design. I
2: know I know a lot of people were kind of upset that they won. They're like, oh, there's no innovation in the bait industry anymore. This is stupid. They're just yeah. imitating Z-Man now.
1: I read that too. The only thing I can think of, and granted I haven't had it in my hand, but I watched a couple YouTube videos and creators that were down there because all your YouTube guys go. They get into ICAST so they mm-hmm. can see the new stuff. At least your bigger guys do. Yeah. Um, in the way the blade articulates, it can—I guess—it can go back farther, so it creates a harder thump. Mm-hmm. Which I'd have to see it and fish with it. Um, at the end of the day, I'm sure it will fish just like the Chatterbait will, and the Picasso will, and the Thunder Cricket will. They all had the same concept, more or less. Um, yeah. This is just designed a little different. What I do really like is the Power Stinger, the Berkley Power Stinger. I didn't I'm, see that. What uh, is it? Excellent. So it's this. I will share my screen again. Hmm. So it was designed to be a Slobberknocker trailer. Um, oh. yes. But I'm a fan of it because I've seen it in action underwater on, again, a YouTube video, and it looks awesome. Like
2: Yeah, it's like their version of like a... Uh razor shad you know how it's like slotted on the back tail this yep. has like indentations it looks like like diamonds. yeah
1: it's not even really almost slotted because it's almost just on the top and the bottom to where so it, it probably has
2: that tight little oh tight little uh shake on the or end or the shake yeah.
1: yeah i mean that that tail moves like it goes and it's i think that would be like they berkeley goes out of their way to make everything look like super lifelike yeah right i'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm saying on a reaction bait like a chatter bait or a slobber knocker or something, it doesn't matter because the fish is I mean, it, it's reacting to the bait. Yeah. Now the tail like tail movement that matters, in my opinion. That matters. How it darts through the water matters. But it having an eye and all that stuff, I don't think that matters. yeah, uh, I don't think so either. I mean, I catch fish on caffeine shads and that's I just, mean, you could uh, throw
2: that on a swim bait too, or a swim bait hook too and exactly survive. so
1: i think it's and the tail the way the tail moves it moves awesome so i i'm a fan of this um i think they did good there uh
3: <clears throat>
1: i'm excited to get to one thing on the list because i think i i have my own opinions about it and i'm excited to talk about it um but yeah i like that i think that deserved you know it's it's not necessarily innovation i guess but how it's designed, how it swims is different than what else is on the market. So I'm a fan of that winning, you know, uh, award the slobber knocker. I I do agree. It's, it's a new version of the same bait that's been out for years. It's just how it is. Which is, I mean, I I said that when we did our show about it, when we did the teaser, when everyone was talking about it and I made my super inappropriate joke. Um,
2: (laughs) That's still yeah. funny, though.
1: Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it's they could have chosen a better name, but whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna heart rough the guy up too much for it. Um, but yeah, I like that Berkeley brought something new to the table. They haven't brought out. Um, Lose is another company, kind of like Shimano. They didn't change a whole lot. Uh,
2: yeah, I didn't hear we, much from them at all.
1: So they had. I saw three things. They're bringing out a new light series of rods which the light series from Lose isn't bad. I've had them. They work well. They're sensitive enough for their price point. Um, the American hero series from Lose has always been like the entry level or the combo rods and reels.
2: Is that the camo
1: camo looking? They were camo. They were blue and black one year. They were camo one year. Um, they've always like the reels have always been like fifty nine ninety nine, and the combos are yeah. like 89 or 90 bucks. Yeah. Um, they're bringing out the tier one series which is a tournament level american hero series which i mean they're they're taking the american hero i think they're still going to have your base american hero then you're going to have your tier one which is the tournament stuff it's still going to be a a lower price point than your team series and you know the elite ti's and all that one whatnot um but kind of like shimano i don't really think they really jumped into it big with any major splash. Like they were just there. They're refreshing a couple things. And then,
3: you
1: know, they're just refreshing a line series and a new reel or uh, the real,
2: you
1: know, it's not a bad thing. Improving on what you have is not bad.
2: Yeah. I mean, redesigning something like maybe the old one had an issue and they redesigned it to fix that issue. Who knows?
1: Or maybe technology from a $300 reel is now, more mass produced and they can put it in a $110 reel kind of like the Shimano yeah. Mirabel like the CI4 body was only found in $200 plus reels now it's in $140 reel so innovation is never a bad thing for consumers because that means when something new comes out what was there is now cheaper which is cool Um, but like Abu brought out a new rocket cool I mean the rockets it's, it's the rocket at the end of the day Um but that's cool uh, we kind of talked about unless you, do you is there anything you want to touch on for lose I know you said you didn't really hear about him
2: no I didn't really hear much about it so I didn't really pay attention
1: yeah so Z man we talked about that how surprised were you once you saw what the hellraiser was
2: <laughs> I was super surprised man I mean I was not expecting like a top water plug with a chatterbait on the tail <laughs> no
1: dude that's I remember when I first saw it, I sent you a picture of it I was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like
2: somebody sat like in their freaking office and was just like, "Hey, let's put this here. Let's put this here. Oh, that's a good idea." <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: I when we were talking about it, I was like in my head, I was thinking it's a wake bait chatter bait. I don't know how they're gonna make it, but that's yeah. what I thought it would be. Uh, but in the test pond, they uh, the test oh. pond they they were slamming the fish on it. Like they I did were not
2: see that, dang it.
1: They were catching fish on it. it. It The action was great. It was a ton of topwater action. It's like right below the surface mm-hmm. or you can stop it and walk it and it will walk like a plug. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I'm pumped to try one mostly just because how weird it looks. Cause like you said, it sounds like some dude who was waiting to get off work to go fish was like, I'm going to put these two baits together and see what happens. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. Like it's, a, I, plug I'm, with a I'm
2: interested in trying one out. I, I hope it comes in smaller sizes. It looks like it's pretty big
1: yeah i would say it looks like it's at least a minimum of five inches for the plug yeah. itself and then you have probably another half inch or an inch for the actual blade yeah. um but yeah i'm pumped to i'm pumped to see that um the let's see can you burn it
2: across forward? the surface
1: you can from what i saw because that's how guys were they were just burning it so it, it, it to me it like it does three things you can walk it like a prop no, two things. Walk it like a prop, or you can burn it, and it's not across the surface. It's like right below the surface. Like you're oh, still getting awake, okay. but the way it sits is like the tail end of the chatterbaits out. It's a little lower when yeah. you burn it, so it's 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 moving water on the surface. So you're still going to get those top water bites, but it's not your traditional whopper plopper, which sits on the surface of the water yeah. itself. So, you. but I'm pumped to try it because that's it's new. I mean, it's yeah. when I first saw it, I was talking to a buddy, and I was like, "Yeah, I." I mean, that's, I don't understand. Like, why did it was it designed that way? He's like, dude, when's the last time you can think of a topwater bait being different? Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, that's a good point. Cause you have whopper wake plopper. baits or all this. Stuff. <clears throat> the Whopper plopper was the last, and I even said that. I was like, last time I didn't think of it was a plopper. He's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything else in the last couple of years that has been so changed, like a different style of bait. That's what they did. So, I mean, I hope I like it. I really do. Cause it looks cool now that I've actually like looked at it and watched people catch fish with it um Mm -hmm. but i think that would be cool yeah um i agree man let's see they brought out a ton of crappie stuff z-man starting get in the crappie game a lot of tiny Mm -hmm. little small baits i'm not Um, surprised
2: those will be killer (laughs) Yeah,
1: i mean crappie are known for destroying baits so if you have a a last tech that lasts forever like those will no one's gonna fish anything else Bobby oh, Garland's, yeah. you're gone. I was going to say,
2: Go Bobby Garland's anymore. are gone. The little tiny like... tubes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are gone. those, like, one-inch tubes or something stupid?
1: They're, I, yeah, they're, I think the max is a one-inch tube. Like, the bobbies are done, and, you know, you'd be dumb not to. You'd be dumb not to crappie fish and pan fish with baits that are going to last you 10 fish apiece. Mm-hmm. So, um, as someone who has 47 Plano boxes, uh, I'm pumped for the new Plano frog box
2: that one was interesting because i mean um, they can... they hang from like these bars on the top right
1: you can yeah you they hang from the bars on top and you get 60 frogs in a box
2: holy crap i, I didn't know, realize there's dude. that many yeah i'm gonna show you a picture it's awesome that's crazy so they have let's see it this looks is... like a it looks like the size of their spinner bait box so i figured you could fit maybe 10 frogs i don't know see if i can get this to work
1: i don't know it's like my trackpad's not working very well shut up max what was the uh we have
2: the f fxr pro fish on our list too i don't know what that was
1: the fxr i'll hit on that after this look look at this box this is insane yeah that's pretty cool. cool One, two, three, four, five. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. And I think there's another (laughs) one packed there. So 60 frogs in a box. That's That's insane.
2: Oh, so they hang on both sides of the bar. I see.
1: Yeah. And people who kayak fish who don't have big boats that have four frog boxes, you can take every frog you own out with you on the water Mm -hmm. and change a color every three casts and probably still not get through all of them because you have 60 frogs in a box
2: if you have 60 frogs man you're i don't know i feel like i feel like you're doing it wrong if you have that many
1: <laughs> i mean i have like three boxes of frogs and then i realized like two years ago like most of my frogs are old and now i just buy frogs that are black or white yeah the o- the,
2: like the only part that matters on the frog is the belly yeah exactly
1: so <laughs> i've i've learned that a little bit late um, but i have a ton of frogs but yeah i just think that's dope because people like you know they they like different color frogs. That's great. This box will hold all of them, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They came out with a small, a 3600 style jig box, like my big jig boxes, where you put the heads in there and it holds them all together. Oh, which that's is, nice. I love that because that's going to be a new river box for me because I have a box full of jigs. So now I, I finesse, can just take
2: both finesse jigs, fin- in
1: it. finesse jigs and then I have like I, I buy double of color for chatter or uh, jackhammers that I use and I like. So those are in that box. Now I can. Instead of just being in little spots, you know, it works out. Um, so I'm pumped for that. The FXR Pro Fish, I was intrigued by that. So that is a, it's not a bait. It is, I know it says Pro Fish, but it's not a bait at all. It's actually a rain suit that floats.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought it was.
1: Which is, like, I saw that, and they had a mannequin fully in it, and they had, uh, they did some of the mannequin to make it, like, normal weight, and it just floats So if somebody falls in, they're
2: going to float. Yeah. So it's like a big old, like life vest.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Which I just thought, you know, it's not, I didn't want to really touch on it for very long. I just thought, Hey, that's cool. You know, especially for your guys who are in, you know, you can think of it from a big boats, you know, thing. Hey, you fall in an eerie. You're probably going to die anyway, but at least you get to live long enough to see yourself die. And then (laughs) if you're, if you're in a kayak, uh, it's just another thing that could help you if you do fall because it happens. I mean, what Thursday we just portaged by the place. Well, ask Cam because he lost all his <laughs> crap and he had one of those self-inflating kayak or those vests, the Mustangs, which are really expensive to replace. That so sucks to be him. But yeah, it exploded on his neck. But on Thursday when we went out, we portaged, <laughs> we portaged around uh, some oh, a, little, a little riffle that was real shallow, and we portaged around it. And then you kept you just went right away. I was fishing the bank a little bit. And then I went to get in my kayak and I was bouncing on a rock and the rock said not today and moved. And I went completely underwater, got sucked back to the riffle. and My boat was on top of me. I like almost died. <laughs> Brad had no idea. For the viewers out there, Brad was just fishing on the other side of the river. He didn't care. Didn't care. I mean, I went down. I made a and then went down and I was gone. And <laughs> the only thing I can think of, I was like, thank God I'm wearing a PFD because it brought me back up real quick. And our rest Shout out for saving my life. Uh but yeah, I mean if you're on a bigger body of water and you do flip your kayak like Cam at Dale Hollow in a four foot creek, stupid. Uh it'll get you back up, which is cool. It's just <laughs> another form of you know, not saying I don't know how floaty it does. I didn't look at it too much. If yeah. it completely replaces a life jacket, that's cool. I doubt it will, but if it yeah, does that'd be I cool. doubt it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I just wanted to hit that for two seconds if you're looking for stuff fx is out there so uh one thing i'm sure did you see the Guggen dangerous swim bait or the bass mafia dangerous swim bait
2: you mean the mag draft imitator <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's what i was gonna say oh my god it's getting so much hate. I love, it. I love it dude because it's the same you talk about the slobber knocker at least like it's something different it's the same frickin at least color bait, you know? the
2: eye or something <laughs> I mean something, dude. Oh, I hate it so much. And it's gonna
1: sell. You know why it's gonna sell? Because it's probably gonna be cheaper than a mag draft.
2: Yeah, and Chris Sale is sell. pushing it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything about that. But, uh, it's I don't, I, I it, it's stupid because there's no innovation at all. Like as someone, yeah, I mean, who it's follows, like a
2: stick bait. I mean, there's only so much you can do exactly
1: like and but the the thing with like that style bait if you made that like a mag draft style in a bluegill that'd be awesome Mm -hmm. i don't know anyone who does like you have berkeley which berkeley copied a japanese company for the the gilly the only reason i have so many gillies they did they it's uh the gill uh how who what company makes it I, I fished them for a little bit and then it was just, it got hard to get them because they were always out of stock and you had to wait like two weeks to get them from Japan and hook up, never had them in stock. That's why I like the ghillie so much, but the ghillie is a, is a blatant knockoff of a Japanese bait, blatant knockoff. Um, but the difference is you couldn't get it here because it's not sold here. Yeah, I could go to field and stream and have my choice of 30 mag drafts. So I don't know that it bugs me so much because they, if they would have made that in a bluegill style or even a shad style, it would have been perfect. There's companies out there who make them, but they're small. They're like, you know, the citizen to where if someone made a bait like this from somewhere that was kind of close to it, no one would be upset that because you have to wait like three months to get these. Yeah. Um, but man, that's stupid. Uh, I hate that. That's a definite big fat, Thumbs down for me. I'll never fish them unless they're super cheap. I can't get a magraph. Um, Guggen came out with new reels. Did you see that?
2: Nope. I didn't see any other stuff.
1: Yep. They brought out new reels, the golden green series reels. I don't know price points. They look nice. I mean, they look like they're decent build quality. Um, the, 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 my only gripe with Guggen, cause I have a bunch of their crap back here. my only gripe with Guggen, Their soft plastic baits are great, and they're coming out. They come out with a new tube. The tube looks pretty dope. I'm kind of excited for the tube. Hmm. But I'm afraid when they brought out rods, their rods are poo. I've used them. I don't like them.
2: Some people do. I don't like them. Um, People only like them because they like the people that run the company. And that's not a bad thing.
1: I mean, I'm fi- like that doesn't bother me. Like, if you're buying it because you like you you watched them growing up on YouTube or something, and that's fine. Whatever. I don't like their rods I, as a starter rod. Sure, I think they'd be fine. Uh, their plastics, I'm not. I don't hate their plastics. I think some of them are blatant knockoffs, but they're a little bit. They're different enough to where I don't care. Their reels, I'm afraid, they're doing what we talked about with Bonafide. They're spread themselves so thin now.
3: Yeah. that quality
1: is going to suffer. Their reels aren't going to be great. Because they make rods in 47,000 different plastics. And they're trying to get into every avenue of the industry. And I think they're going to spread themselves too thin. So, we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's my two cents on the Guggen fun crap.
2: I I, I like their plastics. I mean, I only have a couple bags of them. But they feel nice. They look nice. And they smell good.
1: And yeah, they smell good. <laughs> you, you're you're the only guy I know that will also uh, open a bag of Power Bait and just like inhale it.
2: I've done that before, and then I had Allie do it. She was like, "What is that?" About threw up.
1: <laughs> I've I've done it and held it in, and I had Stacy do it, and she was like, "That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of in my life." Or I was life. like,
2: "Oh, that smells great." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so one thing i another thing i'm kind of excited about which i showed a buddy and he was also became excited about him i don't know have you ever heard of j3 fishing
2: i might have i might have heard it like i don't know
1: i i I heard of them like in passing but i've never actually like looked at their stuff or anything
2: i'm thinking of big Joshy.
1: yeah no i've heard of big Josh. um but J3 fishing, I was watching it. It just popped up on the YouTube. Like you let a video go through and I was watching a video of ICAST and I got sidetracked by my phone and it just started playing another video and these popped up. So these J3 fishing has made the J3 cross modular spinnerbait system. What is that? Which is which is cool for two reasons. One reason this is kind of innovative. This is different. I haven't seen it before. But basically, what it is you buy, you can buy, uh, whether you're buying uh, a willow bay blade, Colorado blade, or whatnot, all the heads have
2: holes in them, dude. That makes me mad. I thought about that like a few years ago. I'm like, that'd be sweet to be able to interchange like heads and skirts.
1: Yep, so literally, what you're doing is with J three fishing is taking whatever blade you want, whether it's a big willow, small Colorado, big Colorado, small willow. And then you can change the jigs. You can make, if let's say you just like throwing big blade Colorados, you buy Mm -hmm. two of those and then you buy six colors of jigs you like, and you put it all in one box. And now you have six spinner baits in a box.
2: Yeah, that's cool. I thought about that though before I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. There you go. See, There's your black Colorado. <laughs> I love it.
1: It's your, I know it's your favorite big black Colorado, too. Oh, well, I like uh, the
2: chartreuse one, too, which you thought was weird throwing chartreuse in mud water, but I
1: did. Works. And it works, it works great. So I'm not even going to be upset about it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like is the cost it's $7.44 for every jig head for the pivot bodies, mm-hmm. um, which, if you look at it, because you can buy one of these if you buy, let's say you buy one of like this one and that one, you're looking at what 1290 or 1280 for two of those. And then a couple heads are 744 good spinner baits. Now I like war Eagles. I know you like war Eagles. They're like $4.50. But some people who like, I like my mega bass spinner baits. Those are $13 a pop. So (laughs) price point, I can see it. Uh, and I guess, I don't know if you could use these modular bodies as like the pivot bodies as jigs too. That would be dope because then it's a multi-purpose and you have, if you have eight jigs in your box, you have also eight spinnerbaits in your box. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was cool, especially from a company I've never heard of. Yeah, uh, you cool. never heard of. And it's something different. Like somebody's making something to where I'm sure, I think, I mean... If more people knew about it, I think that would blow up. People would buy the crap out of that.
2: Right. Yeah. No, that is cool. Uh,
1: So one thing you put on there, I didn't see it. Oh, the C-tug. new Sea Tug? Yeah, I didn't see that.
2: Yeah, so it it's just like a brand new redesign thing. Instead of having like the little... Here we go. The little slats like that, that fit mm-hmm. like the keel of a kayak. They put bars like, he, like the... Oh. um like the wilderness systems cart and those bars you can move them in and out to fit multiple kayak uh, holes and stuff. So I thought that was cool. It's one of the things that a lot of people had gripes with the sea tug uh, was not fitting holes and stuff and not being able to adjust. I thought that was kind of cool that they redesigned it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is cool, especially with, I mean, you're looking at catch brought out a brand new, um, their brand new cart, yeah, which is crazy. Um wilderness systems, and then you have the suspense cart, sea tugs have been there. I think yep. that's cool that they're they're changing it to where, like you said, I know some kayaks couldn't even fit on the Cut sea tug, so giving you the yeah. ability to press them out. And I think the wilderness systems, like my cart with the P127, which we had a pain in the butt time trying to. That's mostly because of me because I'm an idiot, but uh I think if those could move out and press against the hole a little bit, I think it would hold better. Yeah. So I think that's a good idea. Like I, I want to look at that a little bit more. Uh, I've
2: used the C tug, like the old version. I didn't like the thing just cause I don't know. It just wasn't very well thought out.
1: Yeah. But again, like we said, innovation is, or not innovation, but refreshing a product is good. Cause they, maybe they realized that it wasn't good and then they changed it. And now it's going to be better.
2: So it's a win-win. You mentioned uh, catch, man. They're changing the game with the cart too. So I, I yeah, mean, a lot of people, a lot of people saw that and they're like, "All right, we got to do something different."
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that uh, that they didn't bring out something with catch bringing a new cart that the wilderness cart didn't change.
2: Yeah, I don't think um, they really need they- to change it though. That I think that's the best cart in my opinion. But I've never used the suspense cart so. Really yeah, that.
1: neither have I. I know in a lot of the groups that I'm part of, everyone always recommends the suspense car. I never used it. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, a couple other things I'll just hit on real quick, and these are super quick. Jackal is bringing out a couple of JDM baits to the U.S., which is the, uh, uh, the T- TN80 lipless, which is a lipless crankbait. They're bringing that over to the US, which is a or lipless, uh, yeah, lipless crankbait. That's a fantastic lipless bait. It pulls through cover really nice. It has a real tight motion, or you can tie it to a uh, a front tie or a back tie, excuse me, for more of a prey style, predator style motion where it's pointed down, which is cool. Um, The V crawl swim jig. I'm a big fan of the V crawl swim jig. I've been ordering from Japan for a while. Those are coming to the US which is mm. awesome, uh, kind of like we talked about earlier. I'm never going to see them in any store ever, which s- sucks. But yeah. those swim jigs are legit, um, really nice colors, well-thought-out bodies, like uh, the size of the skirt. You don't have to trim them as much because it's about the perfect size to cover the shank of the hook and not the you know whole bait and everything. They're not overly long or overly short, which is nice. Um, let's see if there's anything that we – one thing i wanted to hit on is not on our list but i saw it when i started doing the looked at the new product showcase the uh fray bill net
2: oh that was on the list i added it
1: well it must, i'm not seeing it, it got it
2: deleted i forgot about it. yeah that net is interesting
1: so what's so cool about the net it looks just like a standard net. Like it doesn't look like if you're just looking at it at a side glance, you'd be like, okay, well, I don't know why anybody's excited about the net. So standard net, it has a built-in uh, scale right there.
2: Which is crazy because it's something us as anglers, we've always thought about, but nobody's mm-hmm. ever done it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it's 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 a really big net. Like I saw it in person. It's a long net. So I still think from a kayak perspective, I'm sure someone's going to do it. Uh, It it, to me, I feel like it'd be too long for me. Maybe I just need to get it in my hand. Um, But that's it's, it's, it's cool. So it has a place where you can measure your fish on the handle, which if you don't have a catch board or you don't want to bring it with you and you just want to bring your net, you can do that so you can get your measurement. Then you can put it in the net, get your weight. And then you can release their fish. Their big thing with this is conservation for this net. And they, you know, they're pushing, get your measurement, get your weight, get the fish back in the water and let it, you know, stay healthy, which I'm all about. I'll back that hundred um, percent. I hate having a fish out of water for longer than I need to, because then, you know, I mean, it's happened. Most anglers have had it happen. You've had a fish out, especially bigger fish. You're excited. You put it back in. It just wants to, belly up and float and you feel like you killed the fish and then you luck out and it swims away like happened on thursday which i don't know why that happened i think he was just tired because i have i had I kept that fish in the water forever but he acted weird and then he swam away and i was worried i killed the fish um so i'm all about backing you know everything that they're pushing with this product um i believe i haven't seen the final msrp but i believe is expensive like 140 bucks is. for the net yeah which is a lot for Annette. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know I what else to say other than it's just a lot for Annette. Um But I like it. I think it it, it is innovative. We haven't seen it. And like you said, we've talked about yep. it before, but haven't seen it before. Um,
2: we might thing... have reach out to them. We're going to have them on the show too. Mm-hmm. talk about it.
1: Have them on. I was super pumped to see Bahio win an award.
2: Oh, yeah. Me too, man. That, that was yeah, cool.
1: They, they won Best eye, Eyewear. So that came out perfect with our last show. So I'm about that. They they uh,
2: launched last year at ICAST, and they won an award this year at ICAST.
1: That's pretty yep, cool. for Best Sunglasses, which were the Rokas, which I like the Rokas. Rokas looks dope. Um,
2: I was actually going to run through these uh, bet, uh, show awards show and stuff. Yeah. If, uh, if you want to stop and talk about something real quick, we can. But I was going to run through them real quick.
1: Yeah, I'm about it.
2: All right. Uh, let's see. Best of show winner backpack or uh, pack back P88 MK combo. I think it's a backpack and a cooler. So I don't really. I didn't really look at it much. Novelties and wellness. The Garmin Quad Seven Smartwatch. But Bo- boating accessories. Uh, pure fishing, frable recharge, deluxe aerator, uh, boats and watercraft, boat, rackham, gator shell. Yeah, that's so what we kinda, talked about. Kind of surprised that uh, airship didn't get that category.
1: Yeah, I am too. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the apex paddle drive is better than what we were talking about earlier. I think, I mean, it looks cool.
2: Yeah, I, it I'd might be. be
1: awesome to see it in person. Um, continue.
2: Uh footwear, aftco ankle deck boots, ice fishing, you got Garmin scope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle L I. Eyewear, you got Bahio sunglasses. Lifestyle apparel for women, Aftco. It seems like they're always on top.
1: For when it comes to apparel, dude, Aftco yeah. is like where it's at. Like I don't think I found anything other than like my
2: sim stuff. I love my sim stuff. And it's cheaper in AFCO. So I'm about it. Yeah. Uh, lifestyle pair for men. AFCO again. Their Cocoa boardies, board shorts. Yep. And then uh, warm weather technical apparel. Sims Fishing. The solar flex guide cooling hoodie. Yep. Cold weather technical apparel. AFCO again. Barricade rain suit. Acid camo colorway. That looks uh, sick. Soft and hard coolers. Pack back. One again. Electronics. Um, Johnson Outdoors Marine Electronics Mega Live Imaging Target Live. I will stop
1: and talk about that. So what that is is this last season, the end of last season, Hummingbird and Lawrence came out with Active Target and then uh, Hummingbirds, what's that Hummingbird's called? Uh, Yeah. Their live target system. But basically what this does is crazy is you can have it spot lock on an area. So let's say you want to fish this structure you can move around it and the head will move with you to keep spotted on that area.
2: Yeah. That's cool.
1: Like that's all. I know a lot of guys are ditching Garmin completely for that system.
2: Yep. I so, think a uh, hurl boss is getting yeah. it too.
1: Yeah. He was talking about it too, which I mean, that's, that's kind of a game changer when it comes to electronics. So that's cool.
2: Next category. We got the uh, cut. I don't even know how to say that word cut, cutlery. Cutlery
1: cutlery hand pliers <laughs> or tools
2: yeah bubble salt water multi-flex fillet knife which that would be perfect shut up shut
1: up, shut up shut <laughs> up i hate you i'm gonna drown you in the river
2: fishing accessory we just talked about it the fray witness Waynet. net uh yep. kids, kids tackle sims fishing products kids tributary waders tackle management the plano frog box um tell terminal tackle yeah terminal tackle z-man which not a big su- surprise there the diesel iJig heads those are sweet yep okay. yeah. custom tackle components uh mud hole custom tackle rbs pro g2 power wrapper so i'm guessing that's to wrap your rods i'm High assuming
1: on- yeah it's for to to wrap cork and stuff around the rods
2: yeah interesting This is what surprised me. Fishing line, pure fishing, spider wire, Dura braid, spider wire. Like I've used it before. That stuff sucks. Someone's, uh, grease in the pockets
1: because (laughs) that stuff (laughs) is, (laughs) I, I hate spider wire. I hate it. I think it's terrible. It, it always leaves my fingers green. If I'm using green or it bleeds really bad. It, the tensile strength is poo. It's poo. I don't agree with the committee's decision.
2: Well, I mean, people people vote on these. So I don't care that they voted wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is kind of weird. I saw that. Mm. I was like, eh. uh, fr- yeah. Uh freshwater softwater lure, Berkeley power base, power stinger. Yep. And then you hard lure. They won that too with the slobber knocker. And then you got yeah. saltwater so- soft lure, Z-man Kicker Crabs, Softwater Hard Lure, uh Live Target, Live Shrimp. That looks pretty cool.
1: I think they they win the hard lure every year for Saltwater because their live target makes so, – like I was talking about it's Berkeley. It's like intricate make, looking. The, Berkeley likes to make everything look lifelike. Yeah. Live target makes everything – like it looks like it was taxidermied. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I've thrown some of their – like their frogs look like real frogs. Yeah. For whatever stupid reason, like a holly frog. I wonder – we're going to – we're gonna I'm gonna buy us some of those and we're gonna fish with them on the river and see what happens.
2: I guarantee you they'd work.
3: Mm.
2: But uh let's see next category fly fishing rod. I'm kind of bummed that Douglas didn't win this man. Yeah so that's
1: what I was thinking when I saw Bull Bay I was like well I mean I don't know anything about fly fishing so maybe they're awesome but the the quality of just with the freshwater Cat like traditional rods from Douglas, I can't imagine. I mean, they're known in the industry as some of the best fly fishing rods you can buy.
2: Yeah, Sky Sky G is one of the that's well, an award winning fly rod. So I'm yeah, I'm kinda...
1: it's a award winning premier fly rod. Like, it's yeah. if I ever buy a fly rod, I'm just going to buy that because I never have to buy another one the rest of my life. Like, it's yeah. the best. Fly I kind of want one buy.
2: too. I
1: don't have the patience for fly fishing. I've tried; it doesn't work.
2: I don't either, man, I don't either. <laughs> Freshwater rod, no surprise here. Saint Croix Legend Tournament bass rod.
1: Do you know why they want it this year? No. So if you look at that picture, because you're on the same side I am, uh-huh. if you look at that picture, it's got a like a, a pistol grip on it.
2: That's weird.
1: So I thought that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen until I heard the guy from Saint Croix talking about it. It's for bigger baits. So you're not moving your wrist as much because throwing big baits, like as someone who throws big swim baits, like I get tired of throwing them because you're throwing huge swim baits. Your wrists are breaking off when you're doing it. So you grab it there and you can completely cast with a solid arm. And it takes out a lot of the, the like tiredness from it. Now this is on some of their bigger rods or swim bait rods or a rig rods, stuff like that. But that's as stupid as it looks. It does look weird. (laughs) It looks dumb to me, but it does the job and it, it from everything they explained, I can see why it makes sense to have it on bigger rods. Um, <laughs> and they redid their blanks this last year. So I'm not surprised that they want
3: it. Yeah. Uh,
2: next category, saltwater rod, pure fishing, the ugly stick carbon rod inshore rod. <laughs> so that's interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're on record saying you like the carbon rods. So, I mean, it, they,
2: they feel nice. They're just
1: heavy. That's ugly stick. So that's probably, yeah,
2: Rod and reel combo, combo, shimano, sphero, sw combo.
1: I can see that. I mean, when it comes to saltwater combos, I can definitely see that. I'm surprised they didn't win saltwater rod, but
2: I guess that's what sw stands for saltwater combo. Yep. So. Fly reel and fly fishing accessories. You got pure fishing, the hardy for, fortuna regent. regent. Regent, uh, Saltwater Fly Reel, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, freshwater w- Reel, you got the Shimano Stella FK. And uh, Saltwater Reel, you got the Pin Authority Spinning Reel.
1: Yeah, neither of those. The Freshwater Reel, the Stella Winning, definitely see that coming. And then the Pen author- Authority Spinning Reel, I saw that coming. Pin is known for Saltwater stuff, uh, yep. unless you get to the real high-end stuff. And then they're still known. They just, you know, Pin lives in salt, so.
2: Yeah, anytime you see pen on the river or something, it's for cat fishermen or whatever.
1: Yeah, because it's a giant saltwater reel.
2: Yeah. So. Well, man, that, that's all we got for the award. I think that's all we got for the episode. But
1: Yeah, I was about to say, we touched on everything we wanted to, plus all the awards. It's um,
2: been a longer episode, I know, but we had a lot to talk about. It was oh, cool. yeah.
1: And I, I'm excited because we had some Paddle and Thing guys down there. They got us got set up with some uh companies that we're gonna be talking about so i'm pumped for that um mm-hmm. we got a couple really good shows coming on i know we're gonna have z-main on here soon is gonna be on here um i'm gonna try to get someone on here to talk about the airship i'm pumped about that um yeah
2: i know i know who we could reach out to for that
1: mm-hmm. i'm probably thinking of the same person
2: so
1: but but yeah i mean longer episode like brad said but we appreciate you if you've, if you've hung in A lot of good stuff came out this year. I would say if I had to give ICAST 2022 a rating, I'd say it's a solid seven out of 10. Um, Not a ton of innovation. Like you've seen years past, like a bunch of new stuff coming out, but there was enough new stuff to where it kept me interested. There's been some years with ICAST where it's like, oh yeah, we changed the color of this rod from black to blue. And it changed. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, that's stupid. Did that with
2: kayaks a couple years ago. (laughs) There was a couple of companies (laughs) like, Yeah, that just came out. New kayak. Oh, it's just new color. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh,
1: whatever. But yeah, there's some great stuff coming out. Um, The kayak scene was getting a lot more looks at ICAST. I know there's some uh, content creators that do nothing but bass boats we are actually stopping and talking about kayaks and a lot of bigger companies are starting to build things toward kayaks. So I'm pumped. That's cool. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. I think this is a... Push in the right direction for the fishing industry. So
2: yeah. <laughs> All right, man. It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. So no, I'm just joking. It's been real fun.
1: I mean, you can say that I'm going to, I'm still going to drown you in the river for your fillet knife. Comment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i was almost tempted to flay that 18 and a half you caught
1: i would have killed you you wouldn't have I was like out of
2: dude there. that has some juice juicy meat on that thing give me that some. was
1: such a fat fish dude it was so big <laughs> was. i oh dude and i had it it was the worst hook set too that what like i wasn't paying attention I threw it to the grass thing and I was like all right cool I looked at my phone for a second and then i looked up and my Line was moving, and I was like, "Oh, it's just the current." So I pull, and there's some weight, but then it, pop, like, the blade starts moving. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was just the current." I was behind a rock, and then it just immediately stopped in the current and didn't move at all. And I was like, <laughs> "Set the hook!" And I set the hook, and it, I got it to the boat. I was trying to fight to get my net because I don't have my extension on. which you lost your net. We need to go find that. uh yeah,
2: Justin went out there. He said he didn't see it. Oh, uh, it sucks. Yeah. Good thing it's only like 40 bucks. It's
1: not like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, it's not a frame, but a witness that's $140. <laughs> uh, but, but I didn't have my extensions. I was fighting with my net and then I got it in there and I had it hooked on the outside of the fish's cheek. Like it, it, it didn't kind it didn't want to come off when I tried to unhook it. So I guess it was, I mean, it was a good spot, but yeah, yeah it was, it was, if that would have got stuck on something, I would have just cried. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, guys,
2: thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week peace see you later don't spend your money in one place